0: LifeLock alerts
1: you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration
0: specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the... I have gray in my hair. I got to stop. I got I, I, I went to the hairstylist today to get the gray out. And I, I walked in and just immediately laughed. Because I could see <laughs> that it was going to be a horror, and I you like West Hollywood salons, or <laughs> it's like a lot of very peppy gay men and then and very like brain dead women mm-hmm. and gay men. It's like that unholy alliance <laughs> of gay men and very stupid women. Yeah, and everyone's very perky, and it, I just said I can't even do this. So, but I'm taping a special on Saturday, and I wanna I wanna look like I'm 17 years old. So I want to get some of the gray out. Because I have nice hair, but it's, it's gray. It becomes a problem.
2: You have a great head of hair.
1: It's all I have. It doesn't
2: matter.
1: <laughs> the, you know what I mean? It, it has no effect. It's like I have nice eyes. It, uh, you know what I mean? You do. Yeah.
2: You're gray. a handsome guy.
1: That's lovely. You I are. do well
2: with older women and lesbians. <laughs> I find myself attracted to you, which is yes, weird. Yes, I know. And, uh, you know, Maureen at
1: True TV always wanted to fuck, you know? and You know, it's always like, you know, it's always like, ah. Uh, Okay, I'm good. Jessica Kirsten is the funniest woman in America. I really believe oh, that. That's so. Everyone, nice. Rogan and me, we all talk about it. You are, and we just so you destroy at the Laugh Factory. You destroy everywhere you go. If you're not following Jessica, you should. It's at Jessica Curson on Twitter. It's very fucking simple. It's, it's very easy, and she's on the road all the time. You're on the road, and we were just talking about the hell that the road is.
2: It's horrific. Yeah. It's a nightmare. <laughs> it's a fucking I mean it's why I do it because I'm a miserable yeah. fucking person so it's very familiar for me
1: it's it's a you get into a good rhythm
2: yeah 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 I mean I don't think I'd be okay if I, I if, if I wasn't doing that because it would be just boring well but, it's also
1: we're addicts yeah and addicts love like a like a depressing hotel
2: oh yeah, yeah. horrible coffee it tastes like urine yeah or ass juice yeah <laughs> Urines actually would taste better right. than what the coffee tastes like.
1: Yeah, there's something about a nice depressing. though. There's something about standing <laughs> on the side of the road and just watching cars pass by. Yeah. That there's something soothing about that to people that are very fucked up. <laughs> and like you said to me, how many bags do I bring? Because I'm going away for a month. I'm like, I don't bring any. I just go to the, the DXL, the fat store, and I buy three <laughs> black three XL shirts and sometimes I just throw them out.
2: <laughs> I just picture you like just yeah. throwing them just on the street. No, like, I, I look just... like a
1: terrorist when I get on the plane. Cause I have nothing. <laughs> I mean, I have nothing and I look like a guy that's on the brink of something. So they kind of size me up. They literally sometimes will go, that's all you're bringing. I go, yeah. And then I just have to drive in the fat store. DXL is always 30 to 40 minutes out of a city because they're ashamed of it as they should be. <laughs> so they put it, so far out into the suburbs, you have to drive 30 minutes. It's not even in the suburbs, it's in something called the exurbs, which is like forty-five <laughs> minutes out. That's the new term for it, where it's so far out that you have to uh, keep driving past all the Paneras and uh, you know, and then you get there finally. And you get the three shirts and then you wear them and you throw them out or you bring them back or whatever.
2: What if you're in like Europe or something? Do they have like fat stores? Let me tell you right now, (laughs) I will
1: wear one outfit. I don't know what to do. (laughs) No, I'm going to have to pack for Europe. But the thing is, you have to pack for Europe. I'm not
2: going to be home before Europe.
1: So I have to buy clothing and luggage.
2: Well, they might have like a bed, bath, and beyond. You can get like curtains or something. Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, I'm going to go to Europe and i will I will not be able to purchase anything, yeah, so I have to then like cover myself. You've been doing
2: comedy a bit a long time yeah, I started in ninety nine so yeah. I've been in this nightmare of a situation uh, right. for twenty three years. <laughs> <laughs>
1: When you started, was it were people smoking in comedy clubs? Was it that type of environment? What kind of environment was it?
2: it I, w- w- no, but they weren't smoking, in, but they were laughing, and you could say anything you wanted. That, right. Th- I was. I started during that time. That time. Yeah. When people, it was, you were free to say whatever you wanted. Yeah. People came to laugh. Yeah, and they didn't think about every joke. Right
1: now they analyze.
2: Yeah. Now I say something and there's this moment of like, is it okay to laugh at that? Right. So. Yeah, but you see what I do. I just plow through, you don't it and care. you either you either laugh or you don't. You know that's why
1: everybody respects you. Is you just don't give a fuck.
2: Um, I I do it a little bit, but I, I I don't. I just have to just do it, and it's like whatever happens happens. You at gotta this just point. go. I'm barely functioning, so.
1: I I now go up in place. Sometimes, I, obviously, I go up in rooms where they you know, people don't know me. I've had the the luxury of going up in a lot of rooms where people know me now because yeah. they come to see me. It's so much more fun. And then I go out and I say something, and then there's like a soccer mom who's like, you know what I mean? And who thinks she's an environmentalist because she has a Tesla, Never mind where that lithium ion comes from, whatever, who cares. Uh, but they, they, they make the face, they you know, they do the whole thing. And it's like, and I'm not even attracted to women. So for me, I, I have no, you know, it, it, there's nothing there. Yeah. I go, we're on a bad date. That's it, and it's, it will end soon enough, and then we'll just be done with it. Yeah, you know.
2: Yeah, it's. I mean, people have completely lost their minds. We were just talking yeah. about that, especially here in LA. It's. I mean, yeah. we're both sober, and I feel like I've taken seventy drugs. Yeah. things that aren't even. I don't know what's going yeah. on.
1: Yeah. Well, people here in LA will say they're sober, but they do all of the drugs. But they're on crack. I right. said that to you. Like <laughs> people
2: will say, "I'm I'm California sober." I'm like, "You're on crystal meth." Yeah. You're, you're literally just shot people up. People
1: will tell you they do. Shrooms, And none of the people yeah. doing shrooms are having any of the revelations you'd hope they'd have. Yeah. <laughs> like, none of these people are, like, progressing in any area of their life. No. They're taking shrooms, they're going to Joshua Tree, they're sitting out under the stars. Yeah. And I don't know what's happening. I don't know if they're taking DMT and the aliens are appearing. I don't know if they're <laughs> arguing with the aliens. or the aliens are like, here's the way it is. And they're like, well, actually, I don't know what's going on, but none of it- is uh, were you ever tempted to be like, oh, I can be sober but do psychedelics?
2: No. To me, being sober is sober. I I can't do anything because it always leads to other... That's right. If I start smoking pot, I'm going to suck a guy's cock on the street corner and like, (laughs) you know, I I mean, and I'm gay. Like, it's not, this is not good. I can't do anything. It's not a good situation, no matter what. I can't do anything. But there's
1: struggles. The struggles are food.
2: Everything. Everything's I'll, a struggle. I'll do anything. Sex, I'm a garbage everything's can. A struggle. Yeah, I'm yeah. out of my mind.
1: Everything's a struggle.
2: Yeah. When yeah. did you get sober? I mean, I've been in and out for years, you know, right. but there's been times when I've had, you know, six years at a time, eight years at a time. Um, right. But again, anytime I thought I could do a little something. And what usually I, gets you? Like, what's the thing that- Pot. Uh, so pot. that's why I'm saying, like, people that say I'm sober- I've done that with
1: cigarettes. I've quit cigarettes- Thirty to forty times in, in in my life. Really? Yeah. I was I was six years off them once. Yeah. Yeah. But cigarettes are tough. It's very tough. It's it's brutality. Yeah. And they're not even fun. Here's the thing about cigarettes. They're disgusting. Yeah. They smell bad. You feel horrible. You when you don't smoke, you feel so much better. Yeah. But it is the it's one of the greatest products because it can raise the price of it. They it tell you it kills you in nineteen different ways. And no matter how long, like I used to be five years without a cigarette and I'd see somebody
2: smoking a cigarette I'd go, damn. I know. Damn, that looks good. Everyone misses them. It's a very oral thing. It's calming. It's, a, it's, it's tough. It's, that was the hardest, believe it or not, that I think that was the hardest thing I ever had to quit. It was very hard. Very hard to quit. It was very hard. And, 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 I, and I, I don't, now thank God now
1: I, I, I don't do it. But I know. I'm really, really, pr- I'm did, really proud did, of you. I, I'm proud
2: of you for quitting. This I time. have
1: said to people in LA, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore while smoking a cigarette. And they've looked at me and went, Good job, man.
2: Yeah, because so- they're so self involved. They're not even <laughs> noticing that you're smoking. Right. They're disgusting. That's
1: kind of the benefit of living here. You lie to each other's faces, and everyone believes that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can say, I don't drink anymore while you're downing a beer. And people are like, That's great. <laughs> so That's- happy for you. <laughs> I could face fuck myself with yeah. like a donut and be yeah. like I don't eat sugar and they're yeah. like that's great with like powder all over my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one listens to anyone here. It's not. They're not even. Nobody's
1: even paying attention. No. What do you think makes us addicts?
2: Well, I I I don't know. I Is mean, it I think, nature?
1: Is it nurture?
2: I think it's uh, I think it's a lot of things. I mean, I I. I don't know. I don't know if I was born this way. I mean, I'm from a family of food addicts, so I, you know. I'm from
1: drunks. I'm Irish Catholic. We're from drunks. We're from repressed sexuality. I have an aunt who, you know, has never been with a man. And she wears men's shoes. And (laughs) you know what I mean? Not because she's a lesbian, because they're more comfortable, you know? And, uh, you know, and she. wears a strap on. Yeah, she had like a special friend in college. They were very close. So it's like men's
2: shoes is my favorite. Yeah,
1: no, I mean she 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 walks around the house like <laughs> storming around and like men's shoes.
2: <laughs> so it's
1: it's this is we come from these places that have my mother's a schizophrenic, yeah. you know, and uh, you know, but now the country is caught up to her. Yeah, like we locked her up 20 years ago, but now everyone is kind of saying what she said for years. Wow. So it's like I talk to regular people, and they say things similar to what my mother has said because the country has now become kind of schizophrenic too. It is, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So we should let her out. You
2: should let her out. she just fit let right her out. She'll be fine.
1: <laughs> just send her to the Capitol and buy her a, a, a fucking Viking hat.
2: <laughs> send her in there. She'll shit on the desk, and yeah, it'll be totally normal.
1: Care. <laughs> yeah, What What is your – because a lot of people call me, and they go – or not call me, but they message me and they go, what is the best way to get sober? I did AA for a while. I, I should go to more meetings. I don't really go to too many meetings. Uh, what is the best way in your estimation to change your life from, sub- from being a drug addict or an alcoholic or a food addict or whatever to being sober?
2: Kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate... <laughs> Jump in front of a car. No, this is honestly, yeah. I hate. It's a hard question. I hate saying this yeah. because it's annoying, but the program is the only way that is. It really for me. is the only way. And I, I'm it's a child of a therapist. Uh, I've been to every single therapy, every fucking therapist, done everything, and it always comes back to that. It's the only way um, for me. That, that that's yeah. worked no you're right and I also think you know uh being honest and working with other alcoholics and helping people and getting out of my own head because I'm a selfish motherfucker um yeah, it's a lot of things but but working the program and working the steps has been the only way I've been able to stay sober and I've tried a lot of other things I've tried I've tried doing it on my own I've tried everything um I'm yeah. the most sane when I work another program and I, I mean yes. work a program and and I hate saying that because I hate having to have something yeah. that helps me. Like, I have to do that. See, to ben,
1: make- doesn't, ben was lucky because he didn't need the program. I'm the program for him. Yeah. So it's very lucky. Sometimes people have a mentor that comes in. Not everyone is lucky enough to have someone like me who's relentlessly positive and life-affirming.
2: <laughs> oh, Ben, you're so lucky. Yeah. It's a real
1: treat. But, I mean, what happened to the doctor the other day? He said to you, he took all your blood. You said mm. you're healthy, and then what did he say?
0: Well, I, I am low on vitamin D. He all said right, right. I'm deficient on that, but he said my biggest health risk is just uh, relapsing. Yeah. He goes because he goes. Don't look up the uh, the numbers on it, but the rate of relapse is severely high.
2: Yeah, it's so doctors are always positive there. Se- you know? Very high. Are you yeah. sober, Ben?
0: I am sober. Four years. Uh, wow, yeah.
2: that's great.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Tim helped me.
2: Oh, that's amazing.
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: it's a fun. It's a fun. We have, it's an AA meeting every day here.
2: <laughs> I if, miss if you guys, I, I you miss guys Long Island if AA. If you guys don't work the program, you must be at each other's throats sometimes. We're
1: not at each other's throats. There's a lot of tension. We should work the program. That's something we should do more. I did. I did the steps. I did
2: everything. Yeah, it um, works.
1: It does work. It's a, it's it's good, especially you know, in early sobriety and even long term sobriety, you have to do it.
2: Especially yeah. in long term sobriety, because That's right. you get you know, once you're comfortable, you then get cocky. It, it's, it, yeah, exactly. And
1: you go, it'll be okay. And especially yeah. in this in this business that we're in, it's yeah. you know, people tend to be.
2: Yeah, there's, there's good support with comics. There's a lot. There's a bunch of sober comics, and there's a very good yes. support system. You know, um, and it's it's helpful because this business is just makes me want to you know shoot up heroin into my <laughs> anus. <laughs> makes me want to put a needle in my asshole. You have a you have a beautiful wife who's lovely. Who thank you. Yeah, she's great. She and has, you
1: have children. What's it like raising kids in this world?
2: I'm never home, so I don't even raise them. Right. So it's really um, it's as, great as long system. as they're attractive. That's all I care about. Yeah. Thank yes. God they're pretty. I have four right. daughters and they're all stunning. Thank God because right. I really one really of your
1: daughters amazing singer. I mean these are Thank talented you. people.
2: Yeah, she, Zoe is almost sixteen. She goes to she, we live in Long Island, so I love yeah. that connection to you. Yeah. And and she goes to the school for performing arts there half the day. Yeah. She's amazing actress and singer. Do Thank you ever
1: him. do you ever like worry about her getting into the business? Just yes, to, yeah, but yeah. she
2: does. You know they don't get as affected by the rejection and shit. She's pretty and she has an agent. She's with Buckwald and she auditions yeah. all the time. I mean she does get bogged down by it but she's pretty good with it. Uh, but yeah, of course. It's it's and and she's there's so many girls that look like you know, she's a stunning right. dark hair, you know, blue eye. Like there's yeah. a lot of girls that look like her and and a lot of stuff is is going to other gir- girls now. That's the truth. It's Right. So um so there's that, and then I have a six year old daughter, and I have twin three year olds. You know, I have two it's, baby mamas. It's, it's fucking yeah, crazy. It's wild. Yeah. And do you get along with both of them? I do, I do. I mean, it's I'm I'm, I'm lucky. I, I I have a good situation. I can't believe I have all these kids. I never thought I'd have one kid, but I couldn't say no.
1: Now, did you do surrogate? Did you do? Did... I
2: we did in vitro. They okay. so each of them, you know, my my ex Sherry had Zoe, and then Danielle, my current wife, had Isabella, Madison, and Charlotte.
1: And you've had none of them.
2: No, I would never have a kid. I'd feel like I was like um, I, I I'm very male in a lot of ways. So right. I would I've never for one second thought of carrying a child. Like I would feel like I was an alien. An alien I think me. all
1: day about being implanted and carrying a child. Really? Yes, I think it's an inevitability that I get pregnant and have a child. Wow. I, it, awesome. I, I could I, see I, you I, being I re- pregnant. No, I I really like the idea. I like the idea of being entitled and angry and having cravings and calling Ben at 3 a.m. and go, get me pickles. And, you know, he goes, like, you know, I, I buy all these dumb houses and shit and stuff. I don't even live in them. And it's just because I'm an addict, so I just love real estate. And yeah. I, I just love realtors and going in and out of houses, going to open houses. We go to open houses. That's our AA. And, uh, but it's also good to put money in play because my business manager will steal. And I mean, he's a sweetheart, but he'll steal. Yeah. And, and I think he was, he's pretty, you know, I mean, the first time we met him, he'd come from five guys, he had mustard on him. I said, oh, he'll take our money as soon as we have (laughs) enough of it. You know, he's, he's talking about racing NFT horses. I mean, the guys, he's on the ledge. Yeah. And so what, what, what. You know, but that's something, like, you know, Ben always tells me, like, don't do this, don't do this, don't, you don't need this, you're mm-hmm. not even going to enjoy it. But I think it'll be funny when I have a baby in me, and Ben will be like, <laughs> I told you not to do this.
2: What would you rather have, a girl or a boy? Just so we can know, because you can kind of plan that. I'd isn't? like a girl. Okay.
1: And I'd like a girl because there, I, I, I have the perfect idea of what a woman should be.
2: I think you know for, and more than anyone. I, managed, yeah. I know
1: what a woman should be. And with, with the guys, you know, I, I you know they kind of just go their own way. I have a real idea of what a, a, a woman should be in my estimation.
2: And what should a woman be? Um, or just some examples. I'm curious. You know, my dream daughter
1: is a very cold yeah. and withholding woman.
2: I like that. Yeah,
1: no, and... I'm
2: attracted to that.
1: Yeah, a very, you know, pretty, Uh or even if she's not pretty, cold and withholding. Uh And I feel like there's too much nurturing going on right now. Yeah. And I I think women should go back to being cold and withholding and a little aloof. I like a woman who smokes a cigarette and stares at the sky. Yeah, I like a little aloofness. There's too... People are, it's overdone now. Mm -hmm. And I I like that. And I would, I don't know how I would create that in a person, but I would try. You can
2: definitely, you can damage her. Yeah, Yeah, no, that would be the goal. And intimacy issues. That would be the hope. Yeah, you don't hug her too much. And you, if if you're very inconsistent, that would help. Because
1: I think that those types of women select an appropriate mate. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of women that make very bad decisions Mm -hmm. with who they choose to spend their lives with. Yeah. And I think I would like my daughter to be kind of really evaluate a guy on a bunch of different levels and go, I'm getting into a a partnership with you. Does it make sense? Yeah. Do you ever worry that your daughters may choose uh, to be with someone who's not good?
2: Yes. A lot. A lot. You know, I, 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 (sighs) It, Zoe, I I trust Zoe. Zoe's very like free spirited and like yeah, and kind of a little, right. um, you know, she thinks everyone's good and kind of like naive a little bit. So that scares me. But I'm very like clear with her, and so is my ex about how like people can be really horrible right. and evil at times because that's honest, you know, that's, that's right. real. And I'm like, you got to be really careful. Like people are not. What's
1: good is like you're involved. My family's always been so uninvolved in my life. Yeah. They're not involved yeah. in any respect. Like my dad is a fan of mine, but it's like, he's not, he's not involved. He doesn't really ask like, is it what's going on? Are you dating someone? Do you feel okay? Are you alive? It's very much like he'll call me and go, David Spade mentioned you want Howard Stern It's all about the business. Yeah, it's all about the business. So, which is fine, right? But it is. It is. I we. I was raised by the worst generation of people on earth, the boomer, and the boomer did. And I have conducted an exhaustive survey of the boomer. The boomer, not all of them, but a lot of them, it was a generation of terribly selfish people. Yeah, terribly selfish. That are constantly aggrieved. Their entire lives have been a struggle, even though when you when you look, it hasn't been. Houses were cheap, cars were cheap, the the land was theirs to pillage, and they did. Yeah. Um and they believe that kids were obstacles to their own fulfillment, and their fulfillment involved golf and wine. Uh it was not per se uh you know, it, it, you know, they were like they were the hippies, and they just turned hard away from that, and they kept all because hippie. You know, that culture was all about like exploring yourself, and but it had a lot of spiritual components. So what they did when they came out of that is they they kept the self obsession that mm-hmm. that culture had, and lost all of the spirituality, and just became very selfish people. And I'm yeah. not I'm not saying anything bad about. Um, my parents, other than the fact that they like shouldn't have been parents.
2: Yeah, well, I but think I mean, again, most people, not. I think a lot of people shouldn't be parents. Right, but and I'm they happy just, they
1: were, or tried. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't abusive, they didn't, they didn't burn me with cigarettes.
2: Well, I think we, I know a lot about your life. Yes. You know? and, and you had a tough time, it was tough. It was not the best. It wasn't. It was not it, the It best. wasn't. But my
1: parents have let me know that was a lot was had to do with me. I know. It was it, a lot, my fault. I so know, it's which, is, which also- is
2: horrific. <laughs> it's horrific. Now, now, the outcome is your brilliance. Well, that's very sweet of you that's to say. That's very true. That's very sweet of you to say. That's why you're so talented and brilliant. Yeah. And, 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 and we become, I do think that I am funny because i went through so much pain i think that humor i don't think i know that humor comes from pain and i don't i think the funniest people have been hurt the most that's my personal opinion right you know when people go on stage and they're so fucking funny i'm like that person has gone through shit right i really believe that for sure um you ever look at comics you haven't been through
1: anything and you go what are you doing
2: Oh, yeah. I'm like, you're too okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: You're like, why well, are you doing well, this?
2: There's so many comics who are just clever. I never laugh at clever comedy. No. And I, people do. Like, they'll do well on stage. Yeah. But Louis I'm like, said something
1: is- great once. It's like, I forget. Did Louis say it? I forget who said it. I think it was Louis. Where it was like, it's comedy for people who went to Vassar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, was some, it might not have been Louis, but somebody, it was like that type of, where it's like, it, it's very it's very well thought out.
2: Yeah, I've um, never laughed at Seinfeld. Yeah. Now, he's a great writer. I've never yeah. once laughed at well, a Well, here's
1: the most brilliant thing, because he's technically one of the most brilliant comics. I'm, I'm sure he'd, he love, he'd love me. Uh, that's sarcastic. But um, what the one time I really laughed at him is he did a speech for the Clio Advertising Awards where he goes, uh, it was the funniest thing that I've ever seen him do because it was the most real. Ben, ben can get it up. Mm. This is him being the most real i've ever hold on one second this is him being the most real i've ever seen it is my f- one of my favorite things i've ever seen a comic do because the thing with him is I, some of his jokes are so technically brilliant they're brilliant there, he's they're a brilliant, brilliant writer but there, there there is sort of you feel like you, you feel like you don't know him at that's all that's my
2: thing that's yeah. what i'm saying I, I this is just my personal opinion but
1: here if you watch this this to me is one of the best things, because now I do kind of feel like I know him, if you watch this. Right.
3: I am excited to win this. This, this is the award they give you when they don't think you can actually win one, but they think you've done a pretty good job and seem to have been around for quite some time, and that's how I got it. Uh, I would like to thank Ogilvy and Mather and American Express for getting me into this business. That was the first time I did it. I would like to thank my manager, George Shapiro, my incredible wife, Jessica, and Amirati for keeping me going. I love advertising because I love lying. In advertising, everything is the way you wish it was. I don't care that it won't be like that when I actually get the product being advertised. Because in between seeing the commercial and owning the thing, I'm happy. And that's all I want. Tell me how great the thing is going to be. I love it. I don't need to be happy all the time. I just want to enjoy the commercial. I want to get the thing. We know the product is going to stink. We know that because we live in the world and we know that everything stinks. We all believe, hey, maybe this one won't stink. We are a hopeful species. Stupid, but hopeful. But we're happy in that moment between the commercial and the purchase. And I think spending your life trying to dupe innocent people Out of hard-won earnings to buy useless, low-quality, misrepresented items and services is an excellent use of your energy.
2: That's different than what he does. That's right. This is why I love it. Here, keep watching. This is great.
3: Because a brief moment of happiness is pretty good. I also think that just focusing on making money and buying (laughs) stupid things is a good way of life. I believe materialism gets a bad rap. It's not about the amount of money. Nothing's better than a Big Pen, a a VW Beetle, or a pair of regular Levi's. If your things don't make you happy, you're not getting the right things. This will all be in my new book, Soulful Materialism, which is in the planning stages at this moment. I have always wanted a Clio. I don't know much about it, but I know it's a good award because in 1991, they screwed up this whole presentation and there were a bunch of awards left over and all of these ad people here climbed up onto the stage and tried to grab them. So to me, that says this means something. That really happened, and it's my all-time favorite award show occurrence, because it was so honest. People just said, I want a damn Clio," and they went for it. And that is why I am happy right now. I got this. I didn't really win it, but I got it. And tomorrow, I I don't know where this is going to be, it'll be somewhere eventually I'll be dead. Someone will just take it or sell it or throw it out. That's fine, I'm happy now. The same way those executives were in 1991 when they ran onto this stage and grabbed trophies that weren't theirs. But it trumped up their phony careers and meaningless lives. (laughs) <laughs> so thank you all I mean, for it's like so that, honor. For, I for saw that and I was, was like, this work. is
2: like, this moment. It's real. Yeah, it's totally real. And dark. And dark. But he's not, I've watched him a million times. Yeah, it's not his it's, usual thing. It's safe and it's not real a lot. It's just.
1: Yeah, it's a different thing. Yeah. It's yeah. a different thing. What do you think, like, is happening, you know, with comedy right now where you have a lot of comics who are cool. Mm-hmm. And you have a lot of people that seem like they are on stage to make a point, point. Mm-hmm. Um, and they feel like they're a, a gay comic, mm-hmm. or they're a, a comic of color, or they're a comic, or they're a trans comic. It doesn't feel like the community of comics feels more divided and splintered now than it's kind of ever been. It feels it like is. the identity of comic to me is such a powerful, strong identity. It should unite all these different groups of people under that umbrella. It doesn't seem to anymore. It seems to be weirdly balkanized. Right? Everybody's kind of doing their own thing.
2: It is. Yeah. It is divided. Um, yeah. It, a lot of comics have gone at, at each other, which I am not used to. It right. was very united for my entire career. Yeah. And now um, people are incredibly judgmental of each other. I, I personally have never judged comics for what they do, so it's very odd for me to see comics going at each other
1: yeah
2: I I could hate someone's act be disgusted by it um, hear what they have to say and want to vomit and want them to die but I still believe they have the right to say it right so uh, yeah and I just you know I, I laugh at what's funny and I yeah. just think the funniest people should get hired for work. That's right. So it's just, I don't know what's going oh, on. Oh, good luck with that point of view. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep doing what I do and saying what I say, and I don't let anyone silence me. In
1: Long Island, do you ever encounter homophobia?
2: Oh, not in Long Island. Um... I mean, I word things and say things in a certain way so right. that I make people feel absolutely ridiculous if they were to be homophobic from my material. Right. But when I'm on the road, right. um, I definitely get some people that get tense. Right. Um, And it's more of like the religious people.
1: I remember when I first started on Long Island, there was a lot of weirdness when I would say something about being gay. People would go, and that's not a huge part of my act. I have one or two jokes about it, but it it was weird back then. People would be like, ugh, what? Like, what? Like, it was a, a different time, but things have gotten a lot, things have changed a lot. A lot of people don't want to admit that or they don't believe that, but. First-hand experience, I think people's attitudes have changed.
2: They've changed a lot. And I got to tell yeah. you, they're a little more homophobic with men. Sure. When it comes to comedy. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. I think with women- There's never
1: been a big gay male comic
2: stand-up. No. Right? No. No, not at all. I mean, the uh, no. I'm thinking about it. Was it was
1: out, out of the closet. There's never been a big gay male stand-up comic.
2: No, I'd say you're by far the biggest there's ever been. By far. Well- I mean, and you I, yeah. don't talk about it a lot, but I right. mean, you're out, and you're yeah. the most famous there's ever been. The, the, I'm well, sure, that's I'm crazy sorry.
1: to think about. I don't know if that's the case. Yes, but. it is.
2: I mean, there's Mario Cantone, but he's he's not, I mean, it's not at your level as a stand-up. I'm just saying as an actor, but he's musical, and it's different. Right. There's, I don't know who else, and he's not, it's not the same thing. I'm just saying he's. Because there's no, because there's to, an
1: Ellen. There's Ellen.
2: Right. Ellen's a male comic who's
1: <laughs> <laughs> um i mean, no, I mean, Ellen, mean ellen's, ellen's more of
2: a gay male comic than you are uh, that's
1: true but as lesbians they've had big comics huge they've had huge, huge. lesbian oh comics. my god
2: sarah sandra Bur- there's tons of them tons right um but no there isn't i'd i'd say you're that you are
1: that's wild. Yeah, I don't know. I
2: mean, think about I've it. I've
1: never thought about it, but yeah, I've never th- I've I haven't just, either,
2: but that's a real statement.
1: I've always just never knew that, the, but I never, I also never, like pe- people, and it's weird, like I understand people's point when they say representation matters. They go, I want to see myself, someone that looks like me doing something. I totally get that. Maybe, I, I don't know. I never saw that, but I never cared.
2: I don't I, care either. It's yeah. such a small- like- I never cared.
1: Like, I never saw a big gay male comic, but I never cared. It didn't
2: make me think it was off the table. I know. I don't think about that stuff. I just think about who's funny. Like, I don't- Right. But it's also, aren't we- We're kind
1: of a different generation of gay people. Yeah, we are. There's, a, there's another generation of gay people who are- They don't- They have sex with op- the members of the opposite sex. Right. So that's Different. Gay has gotten very. It's a big tent now. You don't have to be gay to be gay. In fact, it's a detriment. You can be queer. There's a there's a big tent, and a lot of the people that are in it are are married in heterosexual. You relationships. were telling me that
2: in the car, and I yeah. am very confused by it. No, a guy it, on I,
1: Twitter today came out as
2: queer. I mean, you can get. I don't understand. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm judging confused. it. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about, though.
1: Yeah, like, I'm judging it a little. But you I know don't what it
2: understand is. what you were saying. You said he, he goes, said he's, he's married to a woman. And yeah, he
1: goes, I've started identifying as queer over the last four months. Does that make me the new queer but an old black? I think most men, especially black men like me, who come out later in life because we don't really know it ourselves. Also, I'm attracted to a wide range of women, but not men at all. So I didn't know how to ID myself, even though I haven't felt straight in years. LOL. So I don't know what that means.
2: I have no idea. <laughs> I mean... <laughs>
1: To I me, mean, I'm, not, I'm not it, hating
2: on it. I genuinely am confused. To me, I literally feel like I just heard Chinese. Right. I have absolutely it, you no might idea. Have, it might be
1: a Chinese bot, but it's, you know, I, 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 I yeah.
2: That to me makes, again, I'm, I'd love to <laughs> understand it. I would but love to. But that's the
1: success of the gay movement that straight people
2: now want to be in it. And then the big LOL at the end is a very upsetting because it's, yes. what is that?
1: That's a crazy person. <laughs> but it's a, that many people are ill. We're living in a, what do you think the percentage of mental illness now in the country is 30, 40%? It's 98
2: high. and a half percent. <laughs> <laughs> now in certain ways I'm mentally ill, We're but mentally I work Ill. on it we, and I'm medicated. Yeah, right. There's I mean, l- I'm not judging, like I, ha- I have issues, but I work on it. People are out of their minds. Right. I We were at a comedy club. I told you, I was at a comedy club last night. It looked like the game room in a mental institution. And I'm not even just talking about the comics. I'm talking about the audience, too. Yeah. The people that work there. I'm like, am I at and a, a, a mental institution. You said I'm people at, were, like, at, rocking back and th- forth. Someone was talking to themselves. Someone was <laughs> flicking their fingers. Someone was rocking. There was a person in, 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 with a helmet. I don't know what the fuck was going on. Someone was defecating. It, it was the... Cra- I'm like, this country is out of... Everyone's crazy. Yeah. It, I, and I really constantly feel like I'm on a sheet of acid, not even one little, like, no, ta- yeah, I'm on a sheet. You've a taken sheet. a
1: heroic dose, I've as to- I've, would Yeah, say.
2: I've taken a, a, a cardboard, like, yeah. sheet of acid.
1: What do you think it but, is? Do you think it's the internet's driven people crazy? Yes. Yes.
2: My mom says that. She's a huge therapist and she said the internet has ruined people's lives. I mean, it's it's <laughs> ruined like she said, yeah. it's ruined people's <laughs> lives. <laughs> and it's only getting more and more intense. Oh, I mean yeah. it's insane.
1: You, like and subscribe.
2: Do you ever go <laughs> Do you ever go through TikTok and just go through it? It's like crazy. people. It's it's out of control. It's out of control. Like, you'll just see someone like, hi, everyone. I'm Dorothy and I really... And then you just flick through and it's like... And it's just one person after the next. Like, mentally ill fucking crazy people. It's nuts.
1: Yeah. It's It's, crazy. Well, there's a lot of neurodivergence now. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I mean, there's a... There's a lot of people that are that are on the spectrum, and they are struggling with different things. And it only see there's more and more of that, and now that's becoming kind of a
2: brand
1: in a weird way. Uh,
2: there's someone who literally is mentally retarded or yeah. whatever you want to call it, right? And they're seven hundred pounds, yeah. Okay, <laughs> in like a tight t shirt and boxers. Yeah. With one sock on, yeah. like hey, baby, like just singing, <laughs> and then it has seven hundred eighty-six thousand shares. Like right. it's just being made fun of everywhere. <laughs> yeah. What do you think and, of the pro-fat
1: movement now? It's very interesting. The fat activism. I mean, I it's, have, uh, yeah, I've been as people who have struggled with our weight, it's interesting to see now. It's gone the other way where that people are like threatening people on social media
2: 330 pounds and no one should have been promoting me i i was disgusting and should have been shot i should have been hunted down and shot i was not i was a animal I should have gotten help. Someone should have Someone should have gotten a net and fucking yeah. put me in a cage and help me. So But there's a movement now. Well, I needed move I needed yeah. a lot of movement cuz I was dying. Yeah. Okay. There's a movement so, to celebrate. I people. should have not been celebrated. I, know. I had I had rashes. Yes, it's I hard. I smell. I mean I yeah. was I was not okay. And but so. but
1: what has happened? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what has happened where it it's gone to a place where there is a celebration of that type of behavior. Well, I think
2: that No,
1: I don't think fat people should be no. Victimized or treated like shit. No. But no one thinks that. Of course not. But we've gone to in a, such an extreme <laughs> place. I have a lot of fat professionals. My agent <laughs> is fat, and they're very distracted. They're fat. My tour is booked. If you look at the way my tour is booked, it's booked in towns with steakhouses so that my agent can come. I have a fat assistant, she's lovely,
2: <laughs> but she's
1: distracted because they're always thinking about eating.
2: I'm surprised your tour isn't all at like Burger King's.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> My tour is literally routed around the openings of steakhouses. <laughs> and, but, you know, it, it, it is a distracting thing. Like, I'm trying to lose weight, it's hard.
2: Do they always have food in their mouths when you're talking to them about? They're business chewing. Stuff? They're crunching late at Are night. Are they like? Woo-woo-woo. They crunch. Well, they crunch. <laughs> they crunch things.
1: They have little vittles that they have. <laughs> <laughs> They've got food everywhere. Like you know, it's
2: distract. It's like, again, it's a compulsion. I know. You don't have to tell me. I'm an animal. I you fuck get- my face with food. I don't even chew. You know what it is. I know.
1: So to me, the idea that that's become a celebrated part of our society. It's not okay. It's not okay. The mukbangs online, you've seen them. <laughs> People just eat. People watch. I mean, did you see Nick Avocado's video where yeah. the woman was getting stabbed? Yeah,
2: I
0: sent that please, to her. Yeah, Please yeah, yeah. bring that up. Someone's
2: getting stabbed.
1: There's a woman in an apartment building getting stabbed And I don't know if you even know who this guy is. This guy, all he does is eat online, and he eats these crazy things, and he's just kind of killing himself online every day.
0: He's pretty popular, yeah. And he's very
1: popular. People want to watch him kill himself with food. This is a deeply disturbed society. Now, I want you to listen to this because this is literally true. Mm someone's getting stabbed to death in the apartment next door and they notice it and they keep eating. Watch this. Okay, they taste like this, but, you
0: know.
1: uh, You hear uh, the screams? Grease here. Play it again and I want you to listen for the screams. You can Uh, hear them. You can literally hear the screams. Okay, they taste like this, but, you know. Look. I mean, Good you hear sure. somebody in the back ah! So somebody's Do you thinks- know that
2: he just made me homophobic and I'm right. married to a woman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to suck dick after watching that. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, it, it's so disturbing because there's people, millions of them, watching this type of stuff. It's, it's, there's something that the, the internet's unlocked, which is really terribly- Oh my
2: God, that's so disturbing, watching him eat like that. Yeah, it's really bad. It's, I, yeah, it's not good. So and he's the, really popular? He's yeah, very popular.
0: Yeah. I've watched a lot of his stuff. He just eats for hours. He goes crazy. Now, why do you watch it, you sick fuck? I, I don't really know why. I, when you're really hungry and you want fast food late at night, if you just watch him eat a bunch of tacos from Jack in the Box or something... Uh, soothing about it there's something and it's also kind of funny and morbid and really Is he really just voreristic. talking
2: while he's eating?
0: Yeah he tell he has little anecdotes and he has his boyfriend uh, Orlin I think Olin or Orlin I mean, and I don't they know. It's- and they do cooking recipes too so they'll cook uh, ramen noodles with cheese and eat those Ugh. and show you recipes and He'll go recipes. around Target in a rascal scooter and do little skits and stuff. And then- no, So
2: this is where we are. This is a big- And they're famous. They're famous. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to do six shows at the fucking <laughs> Chuckle Bunnies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, but this is really disturbing stuff. And your mother is a therapist, probably is. She probably has just some very interesting, uh, you know, thoughts and ideas about how it got this bad.
2: I mean, I think that we are voyeur. Like, I think people just want to watch this right. and just get hooked in. I mean, we—it's like watching the war, you know, right. the news and all that shit. We get hooked in, and it's that addictive personality.
3: That's
1: right.
2: We yeah. just get hooked in, and we can't stop watching. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's—I mean, it's—it's—it's it's, it's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, it's unfortunate that there are people whom are. They're being enabled and supported I know. to do these really horrible things,
2: and it's just going to get. How is this getting better?
1: No, it doesn't. You know, I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know. No, it, it, it seems not to be.
2: I mean, <clears throat> my kids. I, I. This is very disturbing.
1: It's very hard to raise kids in this world, right? With social media and the bullying and the stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's difficult.
2: I mean, you can be on top of it and kind of, you know, make sure they don't watch certain things, but right. it's not, it's not easy. It's, it's
1: hard to, to keep them from everything mm-hmm. out there.
2: It is very,
1: they're very gonna, They're going to stumble upon things.
2: Yeah. You know? And then they, they do post stuff and they're in secret chats and they, you know, for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's crazy. It's, it's really wild now the challenges being apparent.
2: And they watched the porn and all that shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, second base when I was growing up was like touching a girl's boobs. Now it's anal.
1: Right.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, it's crazy.
2: It is. It's, it's sped up <laughs> to an
0: unhealthy degree.
1: It did. Yeah. I mean, it's bad out there.
2: But, I mean... You know what? What is the good I mean, really, I don't know. I felt like you were about to say like I I was even trying know. to find what is it?
1: Uber? I don't know. Postmates?
2: Yeah, I know. I mean, that's good. I,
1: you get you can press a button and get a burrito.
2: I don't know. But then there is the,
1: the the dark web pedophile <laughs> and everything else. Yeah. yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. It's a real problem. It's hard to be funny. Stanhope was on stage the other night at the store, and he said something brilliant that Roseanne had said to him. It's very hard to be funny now when there's no such thing as truth. Mm-hmm. You're living in an era where, where truth is really subjective. People don't seem to be swayed anymore by any type of facts. They can create their own reality. And especially with the internet, you can only see that deepening and becoming more immersive, where everybody disappears into their own world. I mean, this metaverse thing, people can make fun of it, and they should, and I do, but it's coming. It's like everything else. Do you know about the metaverse? No, I don't know a lot about it. Get up, Zuckerberg, the metaverse. Now, everything they've done with it has been pathetic, and everybody's laughed about it so far, because like anything else, it's never going to be a thing as Ray Kump, our friend, said, it won't be a thing until it's a thing. Right. It's like anything else. But it really is this world where you'll have an avatar. You'll literally pretend to to be somebody. And you'll primarily be in this digital landscape where you are, you know, having a lot of your meaningful relationships and interactions online, not in that real life. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> no, it's coming here. Just take a take a quick look at it.
0: Imagine, you put on your glasses or headset and you're instantly in your home space. It has parts of your physical home recreated virtually, it has things that are only possible virtually, and it has an incredibly inspiring view of whatever you find most beautiful. I mean, this
1: guy's the devil.
3: Hey, are you coming?
0: Yeah, just gotta find something to wear.
2: He's disgusting.
1: Horrible. All
0: right, perfect. Oh, hey, that Mark. Hey, what's going on? Hi. Hi, Mark. What's up, Mark? Whoa, we're floating in space? Huh? Who made this place? It's <laughs> awesome.
2: Right? It's from a crater.
3: I met in L.A. Uh,
0: this place is amazing. <laughs> Boz, is that you? Of course it's me. You know I had <laughs> to be the robot, man. I thought I was supposed to be the robot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I knew you were bluffing. <laughs> hey, wait. So this, this is man. what they want? So go, Jessica...
1: This is what they want the future to be. <laughs> I'm looking at your face. But this is the plans for the future.
2: When is this happening? It, they're trying to make it happen at ASAP. But why? So they can make a lot of money?
1: It's all, yeah, so that they can basically, you know, they're trying to curate your life. They're basically trying through algorithms and everything to feed you a diet of what they want to feed you. You buy things in this world. Right. You consume in this world. Yeah. Whether they're NFTs, you you use crypto, whatever it is. Yeah,
2: yeah. And you, there's no touch. This is all I keep thinking. There's no contact. There's no there's contact.
1: No, there's no touch. There's no humanity. Unbelievable. And you get into this world and you purchase things in this world and you buy real estate in this world. You buy a home in the metaverse. You, you buy a home and people are doing it already. And then you don't leave. And then they just sell you things while you're there. And there you go. This is the new thing where, you know, this is the, uh, the demo they just ran about. Here's, your, here's the shopping now. This is Walmart. Uh- this is Walmart. Now you're good. Here you shop at Walmart. There goes the tomato sauce in the thing. And then it's delivered to your house, you know, I don't know, via drone or whatever. But why would you want tomato sauce at your fake house? Well, some of this, well, if you have guests, you want to make, (laughs) do you want to make, you're not going to have pasta or something? No, you don't realize how insane we are. Why would you want a fake house? (laughs) Let's, I mean, let's start there. So let's start there. Now, I think this might be, they're demoing this as like you would order it and it would be shipped to your real house and you would eat the tomato sauce. Right, but,
2: right. But don't I get what you don't mean.
1: kid yourself. Fake tomato sauce for that. I mean, Heineken just did a thing. You could pull this up mm-hmm. where Heineken sponsored some big metaverse thing. It was a big bomb because everybody's like, hey, man, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. But this is coming. They're trying to shove it down your throat and make it. So Heineken launched some virtual metaverse thing. It was a complete failure. Uh, says, needless to say, we all love a frosty cold one every now and then, but now Heineken is setting its sights on bringing that element into the metaverse. Brewed with, I, I'm, I'm not kidding, none of this is a joke. Brewed with pixels and not yeast, Heideken Silver is the world's first virtual beer. So this is all coming. And this is, you have the same reaction that Rogan had when I told him about this. Your kids know more about this than you do, probably, or will. Yeah. This is all coming, and I'm a a little bit of a conspiracy guy where I go, they just really, I mean, you'll have an avatar, so if you're 400 pounds, it's okay, because your avatar looks like whatever you want to in the metaverse. And it's a little sick, but there's an inevitability to it, and they want you on this thing so that you can be to sell you stuff to sell i mean you it makes stuff. complete sense it makes complete sense in even though it's the craziest thing ever yeah i mean you know
2: and i can see it like i can see it happening i can yeah. see it being incredibly profitable for companies and for- i can see
1: and i could see the fun of it i me too i could see the fun me of too. it too i go oh I, I can't afford a mansion but you know what maybe i can in the
2: metaverse right you could live this whole play whole life, whole play life, yes,
1: forever and ever. Right. Doesn't matter that the there's a fentanyl uh, a, a opioid epidemic, yeah, and that there's violence in the streets, and that the environment is is being is uh, you know decaying, and the planet is decaying, and there's political corruption, and there's no healthcare, and a, you can live a play life. And so I think this is what they're preparing instead of fixing the problems. Yeah they're going how about we all just go to the pool in the party home. in the metaverse that's what's coming because the problems are deep and 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 very tough to imagine solutions to as we've just said yeah so what we think you know what i tend to believe they're going to say is just go to the go to the metaverse there's already been sexual assault in the metaverse oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah there's already been all kinds of things. Sexual assault in the metaverse. Sexual harassment. This is USA Today. Again, USA Today. Sexual harassment in the metaverse. Women alleges rape in virtual world.
2: So So the world's ending. So I just want to say that. <laughs> um, but it is. We talked the about that. In the physical world is ending. Yeah. So the world's ending. We talked about that in your car. Yes. And you. Eddie
1: Pepitone has a great line. He goes, You know, every generation thinks it's ending, but we're right.
2: No, we are right. You said 50 years, I think less. So I'm going to try to enjoy myself as much as I can. You have to. Yeah. You
1: have to enjoy
2: yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Within 60 seconds of
1: joining Schroed, I was verbally and sexually harassed. Three to four male avatars with male voices essentially, but virtually gang raped my avatar. I mean.
2: Well, her clothes were too tight. Yeah. She was out late at night. Yeah. It was her fault. She was being too yeah. promiscuous.
1: And so too- this is where we are. That seems to be where we're heading. It's clownish right now, and it's not real yet, but it seems to be potentially real.
2: Oh, this is going to be huge. There's no so doubt too. in my mind. I think this so, is, too. This is coming immediately. Yeah,
1: I think so, too.
2: I don't even... Doubt that for a second. I this, feel is, like, this is this yeah. is coming out in the next year.
1: Yeah. They're gonna, yeah. It's coming. And I think I mean, they're gonna encourage people to just live those fantasy lives. Oh, this is gonna for
2: 2030 and for this is gonna be huge.
1: That's right. And That's you're gonna what, have to
2: pay for everything. Oh
1: yeah. That's right. NFTs, these non fungible tokens, that you can own digital property. And you can and I don't even mean like a house, I mean like anything. You could buy an NFT of a piece of art yeah. or whatever, and eventually it'll be comedy. You could buy a joke. Yeah. Eventually comedians will sell a joke. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's going to be, it's, it's all heading to that place, and it seems to be rapidly going there. We were, you know, one of the last generations. This all, I guess, eventually has to do with, like, you know, humans becoming AI. Eventually there's a chip in your head that you can write into the metaverse. It's scary, but it is, you know, I I think it'll be, I hope the lineups at the comedy clubs in the metaverse are diverse. That's my biggest concern.
2: Yeah, that's my biggest concern too. Yeah. Of anything, even yes. like my kids, is that the comedy club lineups are diverse. In the metaverse. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
1: I mean, there'll be virtual comedy. There already are. There's already virtual comedy clubs, you know, during COVID. Yeah. So that's. That seems to be the next step of society, just further into the hole, further into the pit. I'm sorry to show this to you. I feel like I'm, I'm no showing I'm, you something. That, I'm
2: actually fascinated by it. I it's, don't get me freaked. Too. I don't get freaked out by me this either. stuff because I'm a I'm a very realistic person. So I don't get like oh my god because I know this is all coming. It's coming. Like it does nothing. I went to Art Basel me.
1: in Miami and I spent 48 hours there and I felt again like I had swallowed a sheet of acid. <laughs> but everything yeah. that they talked about was real. They go listen. Everything your kids are gonna want like instead of a pair of prada sunglasses or you know jimmy choo shoes or a porsche everything for clout that they're going to want for to show off it's going to all be digital they're going to want to buy things for their digital world
2: yeah I, I, it it doesn't freak me out because nothing shocks me anymore did Three you ever years. you
1: know it's interesting did you ever perform cuz you've been in new york comedy for so long you never performed for Trump or anything, right? No. Because they, they, like, hate comedy. Like, those types of people. But I, I always wonder, like, because you've been such a New York staple for a very long time. Mm-hmm. You've probably seen a lot of, like, politicians kind yeah. of interesting people.
2: Yeah. No, I've never, um, I've never performed for, like, very big politicians. Right. Lower, lower level, but not huge, huge, right. huge politicians. No.
1: Yeah. Have Are, you? Ed Mangano, the Nassau County executive who was indicted yeah. for taking bribes, uh, him and his wife were uh, getting free deli platters.
2: No, I swear <laughs> to God, Ed
1: Mangano and his wife were he, she was she was given a three hundred thousand dollar job as a food tester at a deli. So that's like Long Island corruption.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't, but yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's been like people in the audience, but no one major.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, and you hate L.A. I
2: don't. I don't hate it. I, I'm okay with it. At you know, like for short periods. But if I were to ever live here, I'd have to have a job. Like I'd have to be on a show or something. I could yeah. never live here and just like try to make it. Ugh.
1: Right. Yeah, it's tough. Ugh. Where in the country do you perform? That's outside of the coast that you really like? Is there a place where you go? I really like to be there.
2: Outside of the
1: coast. See, to me, I love. I love working people. So I spend me most too. of my time in Beverly Hills and the Hamptons because I like working yeah, people. I you know, it. I, it yeah, I get it. doesn't, but I like people that have, you know, that, that, work. So I like Beverly Hills, the Hamptons, Palm Beach.
2: Yeah. But now me outside too.
1: of that, where, where. Where places in the cup, but I hate performing for rich people. I don't think they should be allowed in comedy clubs.
2: No, I h they're the worst crowds there are. The worst they're entitled crowds. and they don't la- they don't have they anything. They're horrific.
1: They don't relate. No,
2: I love performing for working people. Yeah. I Love because they, they need wa- comedy. Exactly. They're dying to laugh. They, yeah, they're they, dying. They, right. Yeah. Yeah, they, they don't even have food. But I yeah. <laughs> I um, well they have
1: they have food. It's the only thing we give them.
2: Yeah, no, I'm joking. I I love like small town, you know, place where they're they don't have a lot of entertainment like right. you know they have that comedy club and they go out and they're dying to laugh and yeah yeah totally um there's a bunch of places around the country that i i love to perform in yeah um your live
1: act is one because there's people that comedy sell are the biggest comedians in the world hate following you yeah. Because you exactly. are the one of the biggest powerhouses on stage. Ben's like, have you ever had to follow her? I'm like, thank God, no. That's very sweet. I'm like, no. Thank whenever you. we performed, Jessica was always headlining. We were performing in churches in Queens for crackheads. <laughs> and Jessica was the head. I was just doing 10 minutes, very excited.
2: I'll never forget I saw yeah. you there and was blown away. Oh, well, that's You're sweet fucking you. amazing. Well,
1: that's very sweet of you. I, I thought you were great
2: that. that night. Do you know how long ago that was? We're talking... 10 years? It was a long time ago. And I saw you and I'm like, he is really funny. I mean, you were really, really funny when I saw you. Well, I just got
1: into comedy hard and I destroyed uh, any chance of, you know, decent relationships and everything. I let everything go by the wayside for comedy.
2: Yeah, you were great. Yeah, I thought it hard. right away. I thought he's a great comic. And you've always, everyone has always said that. I'm talking from years back. Yeah, well, everyone that's thought sweet you of were them. great right away. This that, is a
1: script we wrote for Jessica. She's doing very
2: well. <laughs> we went off over all of this in the car. Yeah,
1: you're reading this off a teleprompter in the studio right now. Yeah,
2: people thought you were great. <laughs> they really loved you from right away. No, they. everyone has said that about you. Well, I mean, you, you have a, a very good reputation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I hope you do. Yeah, you do. I mean, you're brilliant. I'm not just saying that to be nice. You y- well, really that's t- very to be this. It's not just with comedy. I mean, you have a brilliant mind and that's why you're it's so with, successful. It's with fitness. You're very smart. Yeah, it's you're with a lot of things. Yeah, you're great with dumbbells. Yeah, and- no, I
1: I'm good with fitness. Yeah. And yeah. with fighting with MMA.
2: Yeah, you really that's are. That's
1: why me and Joe Rogan get along. We met at the gym.
2: Oh, I know. Yes. He told me you trained him for like I seven months. I trained
1: Joe Rogan, and then, but then he wasn't serious about his nutrition, so I, I had know. to drop him. He
2: eats a lot of sugar. It's Not a good. Pro-
1: it's 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 the never-ending possible at the Olive Garden with that guy. I know. He's a fucking pig. That's And he right. needs to stop. Well, he's in a corset. Do you know this? This is true. Many people know. don't know this. He's 400 pounds. I know. He's in a corset, so when he leaves the studio, he actually just really becomes- Busts out. He becomes Lizzo. It's very- <laughs> <laughs> Lizzo has a new show. Can we can we get up the yes, uh, uh, trailer which, which is
2: funny that people think he's a racist because he is Lizzo.
1: Right. It's cri- <laughs> it's
2: wild. But Lizzo has a new show now called
1: Big Girls, which, again, another Wha- thing watch my, out for my, my agent girls. could not get me on. And it's called <laughs> Watch Out for the Big Girls, which, again, sounds like a negative, mm-hmm. but this is being billed as a positive thing.
2: I didn't even know she had a new show. It's
1: mm-hmm. a new show, Watch Out for the Big Girls.
2: I'm looking for dancers to join me on my tour. Girls that look like me don't get representation. Time to pull up my sleeves and find them myself. I should go on this because I can dance. I want to be on
3: the show. It. It's the battle of the big girls. To be a background dancer for Lizzo, would just mean everything. It's showtime.
1: Now, here's my thing, and I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to even make a joke. What if one of these people has a heart attack?
2: You mean on the audition? Like on the show.
1: Like what if, what if one of the episodes someone has a heart, like does... This, would it give anyone pause? Would they go? Eh. She'll probably
2: get a lot more votes. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. And then she comes back. She'll and get okay. sympathy votes. Yeah. She comes back in and they replace a valve.
2: Um. I. I. I think. <laughs>
1: it's a fair. I'm just a fair question.
2: I mean, I think that. You know, someone could have a heart attack. Yeah. It's a very good possibility. It's a very strenuous Someone could show. do a split and shit everywhere <laughs> because they ate so much fat. I mean, it's... A lot of things could happen. Yeah. Someone could have, you know, a stroke. I mean, there's a, there's <laughs> so many different so, things that could happen. Yeah, so my, my whole
1: thing is just, it's an interesting... <laughs> and this episode, it doesn't come out ne- this week. It'll come out next week. And this probably is already premiered. And I'm hoping that doesn't happen, but it is a possibility.
2: So many things could happen. It's a very
1: real possibility yeah. on the show.
2: People could be vomiting. It's a physical... We have you know, no idea, but it could absolutely... A lot of crying Yeah, they're, you know... It could absolutely happen. Stuffing down feelings. There's yeah. There's so many... Well,
1: that's the thing. Eating
2: is a compulsion that's emotional. I wonder if they eat while they're dancing, if they could eat, just put the food down <laughs> 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 I mean. <laughs> they eat while they're dancing. Yeah. But well, you I wouldn't mean, get disqualified. No, because yeah, they, you know, you just, celebrate being fat. So they're the all thing. just shoving cookies in their mouths yeah. while they're twirling.
1: <laughs> it really is the end, isn't
2: it? It's it's gone. It's we're in it. We're not <laughs> even starting. We're in the end. Yeah.
1: No, it's a it's a severe it's odd to me. It's odd that we, we we celebrate now everybody's, and I mean, now we have, you know, drug addicts and we all have sympathy for drug addicts. We have empathy. We know what it's like, but now we have, you know, people that are, we have open air drug markets in cities where people shoot heroin on the street.
2: Yeah. That's going to be the new reality show. That'll be the yeah. new one. Or that'll yeah. be the
1: next thing. People will go like, I'm a proud heroin addict. Right. I'm yeah. proud of that. Right. We should celebrate opioid. Like, I'm not addicted to opioids. I choose to use them. Right. And it's my lifestyle. And yeah. if you have a problem with that, you're an issue.
2: Right. I'm going to be an addict that chooses background addicts yeah. to, to be around me. Yes. And, yeah. 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 And and take, that'll, be yeah I, that'll be the next show. Take pills around me.
1: Yeah, that'll be the next show. I want a crew of people that love fentanyl <laughs> as much as I do. It, but it, it seems like that because we're just celebrating compulsions. Yeah. Yeah. And addictions. Yeah. Because I see this all as as through the mindset of an addict. I go, this is all addictive behavior. The food. I know I struggle with it myself.
2: (laughs) I just pictured them going on tour and just all these dancers just falling to the ground and dying. (laughs) They're going to die. They all just go cardiac arrest. Yeah, they're going (laughs) to die. I mean, they're going to die. And it's sad, (laughs) but it's like that, like it's. It's sad, but we're making fun of it as people who struggle. It's like, I'm, I, I'm
1: literally... I struggle too, but I, I don't go... When I make a bad food choice, I never want others to do it.
2: Me either. Like I, I, I'm never not- like, hey,
1: this is the way to live.
2: No, I, I don't want people clapping and cheering me on. I want That's them to right. get me help. I yeah. want them to help me.
1: I, it would be very weird if I pulled into a McDonald's late night... And there was people around me cheering like I was finishing a marathon. Like they yeah, were. like going-
2: handing me nuggets. Yeah. Like like, you, like like you hand someone yeah. a towel or like water, like they're handing yeah. me ketchup packets. Yeah. No, I want you to like help me.
1: Yeah, it seems to just be a problem. and I don't know why it wouldn't eventually be drugs. Right. Like that's the next thing. Yeah. Like, and we already kind of see it where they're like, they just don't don't persecute people that are doing heroin in a tent and you go, I'm not trying to persecute anyone, but it's not good for them. It's not good for them. It's not good for for tent cities to be there. Um, It's not a positive thing for the people. Well, we should really
2: celebrate them because, you know, (laughs) at least. Well, yeah.
1: Well, that's what people do no people do and they go you know we and it's like so to me it's like that may be the next reality show it's just pe- you know people in the tents i think it will we're, be we're 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 maybe a year away from the first homeless celebrity <laughs> like a homeless star
2: you know what i could see it yes for sure a homeless reality show
1: yes where they're like a star yeah and they're you know and they're they're known. I guarantee there's going to be one in L.A. Oh, we'll be Ground Zero, and it'll be it'll be people that are kind of like, hey, I I love this mm-hmm. because there are there is a whole thing now where they go, well, if we offer you a bed and you and we offer you a home and you you don't accept it, we can't allow you to stay on the streets, and then people go, no, that you can't do that. You have to let people. Camp on the street. Yeah, you have to let. Not people- only that, but yeah. you need
2: to let, like, give them lighting. You need to give yes. them a kitchen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A yeah. den. You have to a let porch. You have to. Yeah. Yes. You have to let them be
1: on the street if they so choose to stay on the street and use drugs, mm-hmm. and they don't want to live in the the thing. So we're getting to a point now where why not? You know why not celebrate everything? Yeah. You know, and it's a bit. It's a bit scary. It's. <sighs> I've made a lot of mistakes. I've never celebrated. I've never been like, you know what's a good idea? Stay in the closet till 25, do cocaine, drink, quit that, and then eat a lot. I've never said that's the way to do it. I've never said I'm a bad bitch. That's why I did that. I said I did that because I was in a lot of pain. It was very hard, and I didn't find something I liked to do. And then I finally found something I liked to do, and I, I transitioned out of that behavior, most of that behavior.
2: But yeah, yeah because you want to try to help other people right. and you want to explain to people that it's not a great decision and you don't want it to be celebrated. You want to like be an example and try to you know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I again, I don't feel like Fat people should be made fun of or ridiculed right. or anything, no. but, but it sh- I don't also feel like it should be celebrated because it's not healthy.
1: It's not healthy.
2: That's why I'm trying. I do a, something there, but about people it. people would
1: disagree with you. They go, it actually is healthy. No, it's not. I know.
2: No, it's not. I, when I was that large, had high blood, very high blood pressure. I felt very sick. I my cholesterol was high. I was not well. I was very sick. I was not doing well physically. Now I like everything's good.
1: Right, but, but my
2: back was out. My knee was killing me. My, but, I was-
1: yeah. So you're saying to be 500 pounds is a, a detriment to your health because that that is a controversial statement in some corners of the internet.
2: Yeah, like there I are can't. People,
1: there it's are a pe- lot. There are people that go, you can be three four or five hundred pounds and it doesn't have any negative health effects
2: i know those people need help right they really this is what i'm talking about yeah. those people really need to. and how help. do you
1: help them how do we help them you can't how, you, right. you
2: can't they need to be put down <laughs> It does. when, seem when what, i say yeah. that i mean that and i'm joking but right. they cannot be helped it does seem I like a zombie movie. Yeah, there's no, you can't convince people. There's a lot of people now that are going to believe what they want to believe, and they're stuck in that, and there's no way of convincing, that. you know that. Right. You can't convince these people. They just go to the metaverse. They're done. That's it. They just go to the metaverse. People are stuck in their beliefs, and you cannot, to try and convince them that that's, not, they're, no. It is healthy to be 500 pounds. You're wrong. What am I going to do? Try to convince? It's a waste of energy. They're done. They're gone. Right. Bye. Great. Right. Yep. Blow up. You're healthy. Do you
1: think you'll stay in Long Island forever? No. Yeah.
2: (sighs) But right now I'm on the road so much. Right. And that's where Danielle's family is. So it's like they help. What do you think?
1: Because I know my eventual, and I don't know when it is. It might be years and years down the line. My eventual thing is probably the West Coast
2: of Florida. Yeah, I pro- I I will I always grew up in Florida. I mean, my gra- both grandmothers yeah, had a place or the East in Florida. Coast. I don't know, but Florida. I think Florida. Yeah. I love Florida. I love it. I mean, I'm there a lot. I my, love we have a place in Delray. Yeah. So uh, my family. So I'm there. I was just there, and I'm going back next week. I mean, yeah. I just came from there the other day. Um, yeah, I love Florida. I I uh, but I will. I think we're all going to end up in like a a, a home with guns and yeah. you know. Just like mining our business and protecting our home and our families because right. this world is, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Well, what a positive note. I know. I really, I know. I just wanted everyone to feel safe and okay. Yeah. While we were ending this. Yeah.
1: Well, you're going to, everyone's going to spend time and at home with their guns and their family.
2: Well, the, well, look what's going on. Yeah. But I don't mean now. Enjoy yourself right. now. Everyone right. blow up, fuck your face, <laughs> get as fat as you can and celebrate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's crazy. Where are where can people find your live dates? Because well, I'm not kidding. You have one of the best live acts I've ever seen, and Thank it's you, well Tim. worth it's well worth people to go see you um, and support you. Because I'm, in in terms of live comedy, there's really nobody really doing it better. Thank you. You could go
2: to Yeah, Yeah, Jess- Yep. JessicaKirson.com. K i r s o n. I have a TikTok that. You would love, because I post crowd work videos every oh, nice. day. Um, and a lot of, you know, a lot, a lot of people do crowd work. A lot of women don't. So I right. purposely do it a lot. So I have a TikTok, Jessica Curson, and I'm on Instagram, Jesse Curson. But I'm on the road. I'm on tour for months coming up, and I'm doing a lot of different cities. How do you do it? Do you ever take a break? Not now. Right. I'm really on tour right now. I'm not like you are, Jesus. It's insane what you're doing. Well, I'm done in May, right? But you're a fucking warrior. It's amazing. Um, well, but no, I'm touring a lot coming up, and I have a lot in the fall, so I'm I'm happy. You know, I'm I'm doing a lot. It's good.
1: Yeah, I mean the the live shows are great. Uh, you go to Jessica's website. She's got her podcast up there, Patreon. You have everything uh, up there, easyjessicakearson.com, dot com, Jesse on Instagram and really go out to see a live show because the you you know, I don't recommend a lot of comics yeah. live. Um, but you really are like the gold standard of thank a New you. York comedian, like, yeah. a, you know, which is the, the, the highest honor, Boston, New York, like comedy is an East coast thing. That's just what it is. You know I mean? People can get angry about that and not like that, but that's absolutely the truth. But thank you so much for coming on. We rarely have guests.
2: I know. And you like just texted me and said, come on. And you know, yeah, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. It's like, you know, you've done that and Joe and you know, Bill Burr, like people who've really reached out to help me and I can't, it just means a lot. Yeah. Like, Jessica Kierzer right there on Instagram. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it means a lot because I respect you so much and you've done something that is just incredible. And, uh, and you know that you texted me and said you should be selling out stadiums. You I mean, should, and
1: everybody believes that, and you will be. It's just, it's just people figuring it out, you know, and just basically, you know, coming around, you know. Yeah. And and uh, but but I, I mean, I watch you tonight at the Laugh Factory, and again, it's like, I mean, Ben is such a massive fan of you, and Thank uh, you. every time you're in town, we go watch you. You know. Yeah. We go watch you. And then, you know, we're like, thank God. I'm like, thank God I don't have to follow Jessica. I could just go yell in a room.
2: (laughs) Well, you kill too. I do good, thank God. I mean, people don't want to follow you either. I mean, we have strong acts. We fucking command a room. And that's, you know, people don't want to follow you either.
1: The concern for me has always been when people see me on stage, they go, I've always felt. I think the struggle that I have is being being too hot to get laughs.
2: That is word on the street.
1: Where people it's, see me and they go, he doesn't need it. I know. You know what I mean? They go, well, he doesn't. He doesn't need this.
2: The problem is when you're that attractive, people are looking at you and want to fuck you. I and had they- a, my
1: dermatologist called me today just to check up. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> I had a dermatologist call me from Orange County to just check up on me. He goes, I've seen your Instagram. You have something going on on your face.
2: Oh, my God.
1: That's not good. No, I swear to God. It's, my, it's a dermatologist from Orange County. He goes, something's going on on your face. <laughs> we should biopsy it. I go, well, that's nice. I said, I'm on the road. Can we do it later? He goes, yeah, but I'll call in a prescription. So we called in a prescription to Ralph's in the ghetto. And I went and got a prescription, and I put it on my face tonight. I don't know what it is. It's it's
2: it's probably yeah. So I mean
1: that that's that's where I'm at
2: in the ghetto.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, he he calls prescriptions in. I think he wants me to get killed. You go to pick up. (laughs) He wants me to get killed because he's always trying to save me money. You
2: go to get your skin medication. You get shot in the head. Yeah, no, he's always trying to
1: like save me money. So he like calls in scripts to like these like horrible places, and I go okay. Follow Jessica. Go to your live, everybody. We're on tour two. Who gives a fuck? We got one month (laughs) left and it's over. Go away. Thank you.